here. What? What? No. Here? Now? Is that what we're doing? Eh. Ooh. Eh. Ooh. Wop up, wop up. So, um, I wish I had a Jamaican accent I could pop out, like, you know, those Jamaican DJs who, in the middle of a DJ set for no reason, start screaming random words that I don't understand. But I don't have that. Instead, I'll just tell you, welcome to a special episode of Liban is Listening. Uh, today, Johnny and I are playing a game. As you can tell by this music I'm playing, we're playing a musical game where we each gave each other a description of a scene and the other person had to give a song to be the soundtrack to that scene. And that's the episode. We, we had a fun time with it and I hope you enjoy it as well. Um, it's 32 degrees in London today. It's pretty intense. It's hardcore. We're having a fun time. It's the summertime. Having a fun time. In the summertime. Fun time. One time. In the summertime. What? 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 Yeah. Sorry, sorry. What? No. Stop. Stop. Just, no. Move on. Hey. What? What? I can't stop. No. I won't stop. No. Hey. Hey. Bring it down. Bring it down. Get into the show. Here we go. Three, two, one. How about you read your description to me, and then I will talk about what I was thinking about it where the hell where the hell is it let me see so you sent it to me on telegram in the direct chat and if you scroll up a bit you'll see it should can I talk a bit about this yeah absolutely absolutely I like that yeah my first suggestion to live at remember he sent his suggestions first so my suggestions were almost like a response to him but the first suggestion I had to was four minute lesbian sex scene a euphoric first time experience for one of them Mm-hmm. And, and the reason I suggested this, I mean, it's quite obvious. I, I watched Blue is the Warmest Colour like a week ago. <clears throat> Quick review, didn't think the movie was that great, but the main actress has an incredible charisma and the camera loves her in a way that I haven't seen an actress. And she's a, she's a fantastic actress. But um, yeah, and I also, I, would, I said to Liban this as well, I would have mm-hmm. filmed the lesbian sex scene very different, mm-hmm. but that's a whole other thing. Anyway, so that was the suggestion for Liban. Mm-hmm. So let's see what we came up with. I thought about it and I thought there's a couple of different ways I can go about this. My first inclination, Johnny, you still there? Oh, you froze up for a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You so, froze up a little bit. Okay. Um, we're here. We're here. We're good. So my first inclination was to go with the typical classic sort of uh old school sex scene with like some soul music. Maybe something Marvin Gaye, maybe a little Luther Vandross, a little Anita, something like that. But then I went away from that. And then, so I I thought the cheesy option would be this song, which is uh, Strawberry Letter 23 by the Brothers Johnson. Are you going for the cheesy option? No, I'm not actually going for this. This is just where I was thinking immediately. I mean, I think that's terrible. That's a terrible choice. I know, I know, but I really like that. The fact that it's so blatantly bad makes me tempted to pick that just because rather than make it a titillating thing for the viewer, go the other way and uh, make it completely almost comedically cheesy. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do that in the end. In the end, I decided to go- Bad taste comedy, bad taste. 
in the end, Johnny, I chose go to go for something a bit softer, something a bit emotional, something where you can sort of imagine soft lighting coming through the curtains, uh, just something a bit more calm. And I yeah. went for uh, an Aphex twin tune called Avril 14th, which was famously sampled by Kanye West. Oh. Okay, go on. Have you heard this before? Yeah, of course I've heard it before. I actually was going to put Apex Turn on one of mine as well. Oh, really? No, not that loud. Not this one. Yes, I know that. That's Yeah, I know that one. So that's the one I was, uh, that's the one I chose in the end. I, wa I wanted that one to be the thing. And I don't want it to be the scene, the way I'm picturing it is, it's a montage scene. It's not even, it's not even right, a continuous thing. It's just a little flavor of this, a little flavor of light, a little flavor of color, a little flavor of this tune. And it's just a, it's just an impressionistic scene. Right, and the lovemaking is just like impressionistic as well. Oh, absolutely. I'm not here to titillate anyone. It's, I just want people to come away with the emotion, the emotion of what it means. The emotion of what it means to the girl whose first time is right. Exactly. So this is the problem. This is the reservation I had with the things. Like, if it was really doing this, we would be handed the scene and we would have to do the musical according to the scene. But we almost like have to do the scene as well to explain why the music goes with it. I think that's fine. I, I think uh, we're, do, we're doing a bit of both because we're sculpting it. Right, okay. So I think we're learning about Liban here. We're learning about Liban here more than anything. Really? really? How come? Yeah. I don't get that this sense is, this is This is this is how you view... That music says a lot about how you view what a first-time experience for a young lesbian woman might be, you know. Yeah, very sort of awkward, soft and gangly is what I'm picturing. Right, okay. Well, interesting, interesting. What direction well, would you have choice. gone? Not, what, it, what direction would you have gone with this one? With this, no, because I'm going to start to... Well, the thing is, when I watch Blue is the Warmest Color, mm -hmm. and it has a lesbian sex, it's very well filmed, they really go at it. It's very like, but it is, and actually weirdly agree with the feminists on it, it's very male gaze, because mm -hmm. they quite literally, and I, I'm trying not to swear as I say, but they quite literally like fuck each other. Mm -hmm. right? Whereas to me, and I've never had a lesbian experience, I would love to. But, um, <laughs> I, will, I, will, I always imagine like lesbian sex, female sex would be more like a kind of sustained low level eroticism. It's very male to kind of build up to a euphoric climactic thing sexually. But mm. I always imagine women, can, they can enter this kind of low level eroticism that's sustained. So I would have filmed like literally 21 minutes of women just in that erotic state. Like, I, um, think, I, think, I think you just want and, to and direct a porno, Johnny. No, this isn't a porno. I think this is literally how when lesbians, I mean, lesbians famously suffer from bed death quite soon in race, but once they, when they're into it, I imagine it is continually sustained, you know, can, can if we have like, any lesbian listeners listeners uh, listeners at all, uh, would you mind please 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 emailing us and letting us know how accurate Johnny's vision of your love life is? I'm I'm fascinated how much he's yeah. got right and how much he's got wrong. I'm pretty certain I'm right. I'm pretty certain I'm right. You think you've nailed it, having zero experience of uh, living life as a lesbian woman? If there's one thing I know, it's sex. 
It's a tiny thing as I know it's sex, trust me. And, and you know, I can't reveal too much about what I do in real life, but yeah. come on, Liban. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. We can't talk about All right, your we, we can't as talk a about but yeah as a male prostitute yes yes but you've you've lived that city life and you've you've been in it you know it inside out but anyway so so i would i would have maybe um with this Mm -hmm. i don't know what i would have done i can't do the choice i would have to think but anyway this this is your choice this was your thing so that's what you chose Avril April 14th by Apex Twin. Interesting choice, though. Interesting choice. Wait, is it Apex Twin twin or Apex Twin? Apex. I've heard people do both. I don't care. I really don't. Who cares? Who cares? I like to say things the right way. It's like the correct way to say Bowie is Bowie, but who cares, really? You don't. You don't say Bowie, do you? I said Bowie. Yeah. Ah, that's just wrong. That's just wrong. It's Bowie. Yeah, I know. It is literally, but he literally says it's Bowie. Right, Mm -hmm. Joey. And you but, don't respect um, one of the people you respect the most as a musician, but you still yeah. don't respect him enough to say his name correctly. Well, do you respect him enough to know what his real name was? Oh, and why shit. he changed it? I I do remember reading his real name not even that long ago. It was last month or the month before. I'll give uh, you a clue. I can't it's remember. It's Welsh. It's Welsh. I know. I know. Fuck. There's a Welsh musician with the same name. In fact, there was a monkey with the same name, which is why he changed his name from that. Okay, I'll just tell you, it's David Jones. David Jones. And there was David Jones of the Monkeys, who was big in the late 60s, so he changed it. So anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, anyway. Next choice, next choice, let's go. Shall shall I just do all mine, or do you want to go back and forth and do one each as we do our list? No, we do all yours because we're sharing audio, so we're much more refined. And I think you are anxious to get, or should I go for one of mine? It could be interesting to switch it around. Listen, you're the MC. This is your game. You share your audio You're the game's master. Do it. Get in there. Well, well, um, I can't share. We can't both share audio at the same time. All right, I'll stop sharing. It's over to you now. Unfortunately. Okay, so I'm going to share my computer audio. Right. Let me just play some random tune. Could you hear that? Yep, I could. Okay, that's actually a good tune. I could have used that. Um, <laughs> um, so the first thing that you gave me, yeah. Do you want to read out the uh, the proposal? Oh, I see it. I see it. Oh, okay. Oh God, this was a long description. I really pinned you into a corner with this one. Um, and the first one is maybe the most challenging. Well, I don't know. You you speak. So uh, this is what I wrote to Johnny. I said to him, "I want you to imagine." a big-time showbiz live performer, maybe a top-level singer, a stand-up comic, something like that. They've just come off stage to thunderous, rapturous applause. Everybody congratulates them and tell them how amazing they were. Um, They then get picked up in a limo and driven back to their hotel room. And as the adulation and adrenaline from the show wanes, we see them sitting alone in a dark, empty hotel room and their faces lit by the blue light of the TV as they watch the reruns of an old TV show. Okay, tell me a bit more about what prompted you to come up with this thing. I just wanna, I think specifically, um, I like the contrast between the high that somebody feels when they're at the top of the top of their game in, the, uh, in something like that, where you get loads of adulation and adrenaline and just massive amounts of, you know, highness. And then you come down back to earth. And then it come down. There's the come down that follows that and you're all alone and uh, you're no different from anybody else who's sitting at home watching TV on a Friday night. 
But see, here's the thing. I feel like that scene has been done. People feel like they know that scene. Yeah. And you corralled me into a situation where you expect me to put out like one of those melancholy songs. Like if 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 some major director thing, was doing Johnny, this, it would thing. be. I didn't want you. I did. I, that's exactly what I didn't want to happen because I know what you're like and I know how contrarian you are. So I knew yeah. that you weren't going to go for the typical choices. See, I feel like I feel like this was seen. If you think about this scene, and someone's oh, they've, they've come the high, they've come down. It's mad world. Mm-hmm. It's a mad world. Or oh, everybody hurts. REM or something oh, come, like that. Nobody and, would use everybody hurts. But that's that. the cheesy. That's the that's most mental. cheesy choice. But that's like the the cheap. But I feel like because I was thinking some weirder choices, mm-hmm. but then I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't f- figure it a way to make this thing work without a melancholy kind of choice, mm-hmm. you know? I did, I did, I did, I, I literally have three written down here and I still haven't picked one. Oh, you still haven't picked one? You're, you're still looking at your top three? As the, well, it's not top three. I don't know if these, if these work. You know, I'm going to go for the weirdest choice I have then. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the, with the weirdest choice. I'm going to delete the other two. All right. I'm going to go with the weirdest choice. Let's hear it. What have you got for us? Do you want to introduce the song okay. or just play it? I will introduce the song. I will introduce the song. Uh, this is actually a song from an album that is despised by people. It's <laughs> literally called one of the worst albums ever made. I love it. Of I course. Of course you love it. If everybody else hates it and every music critic in the world says that it's a piece of shit, of course Johnny is the man who stands up for it and says no. No, sir, this is musical genius. <laughs> well, let me explain why. First of all, the reason is, is because it's um, Metallica and Lou Reed. Mm-hmm. They came together to do an album. It's actually the last album Lou Reed did before he died. First of all, Metallica fans hate everything they do. There isn't Kill Em All or, you know, Master Ride, of Ride the Lightning just, or something yeah, like metal that. Metal fans are like purists, uh, idiots, who just hate everything that isn't like... And which is actually a problem because metal still sounds the fucking same as it did 30 years ago. And people like, anyway, that album though. What's the album called? The album's called Lulu. Mm -hmm. Which, uh, and then, and then if you come in just as a neutral, I think it's one of the most atmospheric, beautiful albums, which is why the metal fans hate um, you know what's fans. funny is I, I feel like I know Metallica's discography quite well and I've never yeah. even heard of this. Like what year it's, did this come out? It was so despised. Let me see. Let me find it on my um my music collection. It came out in 2011. 2011. Oh, that's I I'd stopped paying attention to Metallica long yeah. before then. Yeah. yeah. And they did do a lot of dreadful albums like in the 2010s or whatever. So the song I have. And the, here's another problem with songs. A lot of them are like eight minute long, drony, drawling songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to play and then I can talk over it even because it's quite a long build up of a song. Well, you can go quite... to the bit that you think is relevant. You don't have to start. But there's from no the bit beginning. that's relevant. You, oh, this I guy, see. This guy has a calm down and he's staring at the screen. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he has any particular thought. He just has a kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. And. Um, you know, it's like, and I like this song as well because it has echoes of some other more pleasant song. It's okay. like, and so he's almost like the echoes are playing in his head still. Let me play the song and I could talk over it. Can you hear? Yeah. Tell me if I need to lower it. Yeah, lower it a little bit because I can't hear you speaking. 
Is that better? Yeah. Uh, restart it. No, no, no. It's going on forever. So we just, it's like this for like two minutes. And this guy's staring at the old TV shows. And it, is it sad? Is he sad? You don't know. Is there something building? Is there something growing? You don't know. Is there something fading? You don't know. But it's beautiful. It's atmosphere. You tell me, Liban, you're watching this scene. What do you feel like this guy's feeling? What kind of insight do you think you get via the music? I think this is uh, this is music that's just leaving him in a daze. This is this is almost meditational. He's not actually, I don't think he's processing or thinking or feeling anything. He's just slowly zooming out of himself and having an out-of-body experience. Yes, but he's an empty man. He's a performer. He's all nothing but shell, a narcissist. I like it. I can picture this. Is this in a bit wrong because we do kick up in a bit? Would we use this much? Is this singing this long? Is he crying? Is he crying? Because I'm crying. <laughs> no, don't make him cry. This is a good tune. Okay, okay. all right. Well, there you go. There you go. That's what I would choose. I like the bass. That bass coming in felt really nice. Mate, and then the bass comes in and it is beautiful. Do you want, do you want to hear more? No, no. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? What is your review of my... I like that. You? That's it. This is exactly the kind of weird angle that I wanted you to come at. I wanted to give you something cliche that you would take in, into a different place. And you you totally did. You lived up to it. But see, I, feel, I still feel like that's the conventional choice. Is an atmospheric melancholy. Yeah, because he's melancholic. And you feel like, I mean, anything would work. It could have been a singer-songwriter for the Tillerman type of show, but then you, you know? And then, but then the only way to not do it is to go completely against type and make it like a jaunty pop tune, which just almost doesn't even make sense. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I didn't feel like I had it. I felt like my hands were tied in that situation. And that was the best I could do. I'm sorry. No. What do you think? What do you think review? We should review each other's choices as if we're movie critics, reviewing just the singular scene. Okay, for that one, I would give you, I'd give you a 90%. Don't be generous, because I'm not generous no. to you. I'd give you a 90% for that one. I thought that was really good. Are you serious? Because I can picture the blue light coming from the TV in a dark room on somebody's face and then this playing. It fits. Can okay, you not picture you it? If I only give you 60% for your scene, now is your is your thing has your thing changed? Has your opinion of me changed? Not only has it changed, um, <laughs> I can no longer work with you on this podcast. This is the last episode. We well, are I'm done. Harsh. I'm harsh. I'm Paul McCartney. I'm Paul McCartney in the late stage Listen, people. I'm harsh. It is it is not news. But friendly. It's not news to me that you have no respect for my tastes. It's like yeah. this is this is Listen. something we've over a million times where the stuff that i like you you absolutely have zero time for so listen i'm not yeah. going to sit here and cry about you giving me 60 percent uh, yeah, i'll just it, i'll wait till yeah. the phone call's finished and then i'll cry yeah and when it comes and when it comes to music i am um, 
I am. You're a goddamn Nazi. My, You're a goddamn I mean, Nazi. I'm an absolute Nazi. I mean, yeah, I frequent. I frequently um, look at my girlfriend with disgust. I never look at my girlfriend with more <laughs> venom and hatred than when she she talks about music in a way that I hate. You know. <laughs> what do you think it is about music that's turned you into this? I don't know. I listen. I'm a classic. I, I always talk about this. I'm a classic British music geek who has that stupid thing where music is attached to identity. Even though I like so much music, I don't have an identity compared to, I just do you know. And then, and you know, it's just the old school British nerd record shop Nazi yeah, type. There's a lot thing. of them, man. There's That's who I am. I can't, I can't escape it. I love, I love music. I love music. Everyone loves music, you know, but I'm, I'm, I just, uh, I judge people based on their musical taste, which I shouldn't. I'm sure you do. You have your own thing, right? Um, I don't dismiss people the way that you do. I feel like somebody tells you they like a certain band or a certain song, and you completely say, this is not yes. even a human being anymore. This is an animal. I'm sure you have something like that. Didn't you say to me you hate people who say they're laid back? Oh, yeah, they're animals. They're not people it's, to me. Right, there you go. There you go. This stuff, everyone has their things, right? Okay, all right, yeah. all right. Although I, I will say I'm very open-minded with people who like different kinds of music okay do you want to i've taken over the music do you want to read yeah. out your next one to me and then i'll play it all right let's go let's go my next one to you i've got to go find it all right number two end credits for a western the cowboy heading off into the sunset past dozens of dead bodies of the bandits he's killed the audience and the townsfolk only just realizing the horror of what the hero has done I looked at that and I saw somebody who was chained, somebody who was chained to their past, chained to something, chained by something that turned them into this person who goes around brutally killing bandits. Um, something must have happened. Uh, and that's, that something has held a sort of power and a grip over their decisions and over their choices for the last 20, 30 years until this is who they've become. This is, um, this is the position they find themselves in. And even though, you know, the cowboy has successfully killed all the bandits and the bad guys and liberated the town, they're not liberated themselves. They still, like, this isn't the end of it. They're going to keep going to another town and another town after that until eventually one risk goes too far and he's the one who gets killed, you know? So he is chained. And I think the last song of the movie as it finishes is a song wish it, talking about, you know, unchaining yourself and uh, wishing for freedom and liberation. This is Nina Simone doing, I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. I knew how He's just it would feel to be free. All bloodied up, broken, stabbed I up. I wish shot. I could break all chains still binding me. Wish I could say. And the whole time, people are looking at him horrified. Children are crying. Old women are sort of covering the children's eyes. I'd be starting anew I wish 
Should I talk? You, welcome to talk. Oh, the floor right. is open. I love it. I love it. You get four out of five rotten tomatoes. I love that choice. That's a good choice. Clever. Oh, I love this song so much. You're just going to pick songs you love, but I do think it works in the thing. And it's weird. I like the weird juxtaposition of a Western and the soul music that came after Western. Anachronistic. I love anachronistic shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, as soon as I saw that it was going to be a cowboy movie, I was thinking I want to use some rap music. I want to use uh, something metal, just something that completely doesn't <laughs> yeah. fit the Western genre. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as I was looking at the song choices that I could have done, I whittled it down to this one. Oh, well, that's just a great one. You nailed it. I don't have anything to say. All right, I'm going to stop playing now. Yeah, Nina Simone, I wish I knew how it feel to be free. Also, specifically, the version where, the live version where she plays in uh, Montreux in 76 or 70, 76. Montreux. Yeah. Oh, shit. I started sharing my audio already. Yeah, that's fine. My, I'm, I was finished. Oh, I thought you were about to play the uh, live version. No, that was the live version that you were Oh, right, right, right. Okay. I basically jumped right. over the first minute because in the first minute, she's just doing a bit of improv and a prelude, which is gorgeous. But yeah, uh, that specific performance, it's one of the best things I've ever heard. And uh, I think it, would, it, fit, it fits really nicely with the uh, end of this movie. It is, and I do think that's a scene, end credits, and maybe one of the cases where the lyrics matter a bit more. You know? All right, All right shall, the we next do, one. shall we do your next one? Is it my number two? Okay, you got to yeah, read that. Yeah, I'll read out to it. It says, a man in a car filled with luggage and bags of clothing and belongings, full stop, leaving town and crying. All right, but look, I went for a really on the nose choice here. Mm -hmm. Because what can I do here? You can what do can all do? sorts. This is too similar to the first one as well. It's like, <laughs> it feels like a scene where a guy is just feeling internally melancholic. And right, if you're using cinema, you can't read someone's thoughts. It's an inferior medium to literature. Mm -hmm. So you use music to give the audience an insight into what this guy's feeling. And it has to be melancholic because he's crying. He's obviously leaving, you know. And I went for a bang on the nose choice, but I like this. I like this. Uh, you'll hear why. You'll hear. Well, you you won't hear why. But here we go. I'm going to play. Can you can you hear this? All right, wait. I'm just going to click play, and you tell me when it gets loud. I can see. This just is a little bit more than I'll do it later. All right. There's one bit we've got to get to. Okay, okay. Peculiar in a funny sort of way. 
That is, you don't recognize the voice. I recognize it, but I couldn't place it. I couldn't tell you who it it's, is. It's Elton John, who I think is Do A Revival. Do you know what's funny? I was about to say Elton John, but because it wasn't piano and it was a guitar tune, I thought there's yeah. no way, there's no way this is Elton John. There's lovely accent in on the piano. You can tell he's a pro on the piano, but it is a mainly a guitar structure and I love the guitar playing in it. And you know, I just went for bang on the nose. It's a guy leaving town. He's whatever he's the vocal but that's such a good choice i've never heard of that song before it was fantastic that was a great choice singer song yeah you know and, I, and I, i've been getting into that with john over the past like year again mm -hmm. you know in fact we, we, we even i mentioned it the other day i had goodbye yellow brick road in my head you know simple yeah. songwriting but just elegant nice i mean i can if you told me you found that song boring you would never listen to a million years i would get it I would get it. I don't think that was boring. I thought I, I, I was getting quite into it. I wish I wish our listeners could see um, the video feed of this podcast, because if you could, you would have seen Johnny sitting there, grooving away, shaking his head and moving conducting. to the bob, conducting, <laughs> conducting Elton John in the past. And then when it got to that drop in the chorus, Johnny was there waiting for it and conducted that as well. He nailed it. Yeah, and I love I loved it. You know, I like that song because when you have like a simple, boring song, singer-songwriter song, a little bit of piano, a little bit of guitar, just a little bit of fuzz. The bass is a little bit fuzzy. And then as uh, just before I quit it, there's a little fuzzy note on the guitar. And I think you could just add a little thing to a simple song and it blows, it becomes much more dramatic, you know. But uh, there you go. I went, I went, I was like, I was just going to bang on the nose. This is a mainstream movie. Mm -hmm. We're going to want people with low IQs to come in and watch this movie and love it. And this is the song I would choose. This is the best seller. The head of the Batman franchise. He's the, got. He's going to sign on The head of the Batman franchise loves this, and he approved it. And uh, it's now going out. It's going wide in cinemas next week. I'm selling out. That was my version of selling out. Well, you get you know? eighty percent for that. You get it for selling out. You get eighty percent and buckets of money. There's money coming your way, bro. <laughs> I, you know, if you wanted to criticize me for that, I was willing to take the criticism for how on the nose that choice was. There's there's nothing wrong with being on the nose. I think on, sometimes people get too clever. Sometimes people get too caught up in trying to do something novel or something slightly different when the obvious answer is the obvious answer. Just go for it. Yeah. Well, maybe in the other choices, I try and get too clever. So I thought I'd go on and I was uh, with that one. Maybe. Okay. All right. Let me. All right. Well, your next one. Shall I read that the next? Hold on. Let me take over the audio first. Are you going to give me a movie review? How many Rotten Tomatoes? I, I told you that was 80%. So that's four out of five, I guess. Four out of five. Yeah. Is that certified fresh? Does that make me certified fresh? I think it does. I think everybody's got to go out and watch you this weekend. All right. All right. So the next one that I gave to Libba, number three. I don't remember what I gave him. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. This one. Opening of a movie. A stray dog running through the city looking for scraps and encountering strangers. Okay. And, and I chose this because I thought, okay, well, you know, just do something that he could 
he could go in any direction with. Any direction. This could be jaunty. He could be happy having, having, having nice experiences with strength. It could be dark. He's a lonely stray. He's a homeless stray. It could be weird. Why are you starting a movie with a dog? Mm-hmm. You know, I thought he could go in any direction. So this is going to reveal a lot about Liban. You're going to learn more about Liban in the next 10 seconds than you've learned over all of the other 20 podcasts. Mm, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that was what this was. I didn't well, know this yeah. was a... I'm raising uh, the stakes. I didn't know this was a Rorschach uh, test. But now that you've told me this, um, I think I'm okay with the choice I made. I think if right. that, whatever it says about me, I'm okay standing by so in this instance i've gone you know how i said the previous choice when you were on the nose sometimes the right answer is the right answer this one i've gone for a very obvious choice which i i'm i'm certain this has to have been used in a similar context in the past um so i went in a happy direction i'm picturing a jaunty little jack russell terrier in new york He's got slightly of sort of, uh, you know, he's furry. He's got matted fur, slightly wet, yeah. looking a bit, uh, you know, but happy and jaunty and just hopping along inside alleys, going through food, going out, being petted by homeless men and homeless women, and then just having a happy little uh, homeless street life existence. All right, play the song. It's, it's, it's cutting, it's fast paced. The dog yeah, is like making it. its way through the city. It's going through people's legs. It's uh, giving bites to little kids' ankles. It's getting fed by a greengrocer who gives it a little apple. It's, it's living a happy little life. It's a very doggy song, this. Jaunty, lapping it, you know, moving along, constantly moving along, darting around. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so that's by a guy called Moondog, who was this um, he, he was this weirdo jazz musician in the sort of um, 50s and 60s. He, he was a homeless guy. He, I think he was homeless for most of his like life. He's quite big, though. He's quite famous. I'm he sure is. He but a bit of money. I don't know what he did with the money, but or, or if he was one of those dudes who got fucked over by record labels, but he did or if he just had mental issues. But I think he was famously homeless for a large part of his career. And he just went around playing music for people on the streets of New York. And then he went to Europe and played music on the streets of uh, Paris and Amsterdam and places like that. But yeah, when when you have when you gave me the description of the dog out on the streets, I this is what I thought of immediately. Nice, nice. I like it. I like it. What would you have gone for? Did you have something in mind when you gave me this? No, I didn't. I didn't. I don't know what I would have gone for. I think you could have gone in any direction with that. So I probably would have struggled because, you know, Mm -hmm. I think you also, that does express something about you, Liban. You looked at the jauntiness, the excitement, the funness of that. It was an opportunity for you to, you know, I might have gone dark. I might have gone like, oh, fuck, it's straight dogs. Life is hard for a dog. It's a dog's life. Mm Mm-hmm. Might have gone for some like dark metal. Oh my god, 
That would be an interesting opening to a movie. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, very good. Very good. All right, over to you, sir. Oh, the next one. Okay, read this one out. Read this one out. Have you taken the audio? You've got to take the audio. Yeah, I'm taking it. You read this out. All right, so the next one is, this is a montage scene of a woman giving birth from arriving at the hospital to passing out once the baby is delivered, and it does not include a shot of her holding the baby. Can I say, this is the one I had the most trouble with, because, first of all, I hate birth scenes. Mm-hmm. I hate all hospital scenes in movies. Not all hospital, but I just hate... Anytime I see a hospital in a movie, I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. I'm going to have 10 minutes where someone's under the sick bed, and it's like, oh, we have to believe in emotion, and blah, blah, blah. Or someone dying or someone giving birth and it's like oh, okay i just don't like it i don't like those scenes and then you give me a scene about a, a woman giving a birth i have real trouble with mm. this real trouble with this scene yeah yeah what direction did you want to take it what's the, what were you thinking well I, I wouldn't listen if i was doing this movie i would cut that scene out this scene is in the movie. There's nothing you can do about it. It's got yeah, the, the head of the Batman franchise said this year, feminism and women is selling a lot. So we need to have a scene of a woman giving birth. Uh, the head of the Batman franchise has said, we've got to include this scene. You can't cut it. How right. are you going to, what's the music choice? Do you have any ideas for this? What was, um, the, what was your thinking behind giving me My this? thinking behind this was, it is very painful. It's very hardcore. It's kind oh, of okay. it's kind of freakish. It's um, it, it is like one of the biggest pains that I can imagine somebody goes through. So I was thinking of some very high energy hardcore death metal, uh, just like sharp, like just cutting, cut, 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 cut. Just okay. her screaming, the children screaming, the doctor screaming, the everybody screaming, and it's just like hardcore uh, overload. Okay, well, I'm going to give you two choices. For That's this. the direction I would have gone. That's what I okay, would have I'm gonna, Listen, I'm going to give you two choices for this. Two ones for this, mm-hmm. right? Because this was too hard for me to pick. And it could have been 15 different things I could have chosen. And I still wouldn't have been really happy with any of them. But the first one is what you say. I was thinking this is, okay, it's chaotic. It's, uh, it's high energy. It's all over the shop. You know, it's hospitals, it's uncomfortable vibe, but then there's also the beauty of birth mixed in. So I thought, let me just think of a crazy song. So this is this is the this is the first song. I think we we'll put a play about a minute of this because it does have a bunch of different phrases. But here we go. <laughs> Interesting. 
so on and so forth. So, you know. So who was that? That's Vanilla Fudge. I've never uh, heard of Vanilla Fudge. 96. Vanilla Fudge were an interesting band. They were basically a 60s freak out band. They actually did sort of the Isaac Hayes thing where, you know, Isaac Hayes used to take like standards like the Carpenters or Burt Bacharach and then turn them into these large, swirling, beautiful, orchestrated um, churns. Yeah. Vanilla Fudge would, um, slightly earlier than that, they, they would take like standards as well, like, was that? Velvet Morning or something, and uh, would turn them into big psychedelic freak outs. But this actually was when they started writing some original churns. I actually think there's a good original churn. It's a bit, a bit too much of the freaky psychedelic stuff at the beginning, but it's chaotic. It's all over the place. It's abrasive at the start, mm-hmm. symbolising the pain. Then yeah. it kind of graces out like a contraction. Yeah. And then you get to this beautiful chorus, uh, which I think is very melodically beautiful. And, um, you know, like a catharsis. Of, I don't know. That was my first choice. What do you okay. think of that? I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed <laughs> that. I'd give you a, I'd give you a 65% for that one. You don't think it quite. Okay. Well, all right, fine. You can give me, you could have given me one star for that one rotten tomato. And I won't blame you. But here's my second choice. Cause it was very hard. And the second choice is actually one of the most beautiful tunes. One of my favorite tunes. <laughs> really? I love this. I love this one so much. It's more of a vibe, an atmosphere sort of thing. And uh, it can go, it just goes on and on. It's, uh, uh, here, I'll just play it and uh, we can talk over it because it doesn't really go anywhere. It's just a kind of trippy thing. Uh, here we go. So if you have all this chaos on the screen in the hospital, mm-hmm. But at heart, what are we talking about? We're talking about birth. That little baby, that little soul emerging, becoming individual. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. Something alien about birth. Here we go. Here we go. She's screaming, but you don't hear it. You just hear this music. <laughs> this is my counter contrarian choice. I, I actually really like it. this. I like this so much more than the other one. Because I can almost see this being filmed completely differently. This is much more like an LSD trip where we have like some weird shit happening and we can almost we can almost see a green a green colored spirit or a soul entering the body of the child as it comes out of the womb it's just like some weird shit is happening in I don't the know if I do. and the metaphysical realm bring it all together well, i was i was literally thinking about your what you said like a, a hospital sick so you have this sterile horrible to look at environment which i hate which has absolutely no nothing but this music will provide what i feel like those hospital scenes always lack which is a sense of you know weirdness strange alien you know uh, disorientation uh, especially when you're giving birth there's something beautiful about this something's happening you know so, so who is this this is the uh a 90s kind of electronic ambient band scottish i think they might be um, wow! I never would have Tunis. said that. I never would have said that was nineties. I would have guessed late seventies, early eighties. Oh really? Yeah, that felt they very. A lot of, that felt yeah. like funk, funk psychedelic kind of stuff to me. It's very beautiful. The piano parts, the bass parts. Yeah, you don't expect it, but it's called Spanish Castles in Space. 
Spanish Which I don't know if it's a reference. Space. I don't know if it's a reference to Jimi Hendrix, Spanish Castle Magic. Maybe there's a sample mixed in there. I don't know. But anyway, those are my two choices. For, Nicely for done. That, that one, that one I'll give exist. you 85%. Okay, interesting. So you like the contrarian. Ones. Yeah, I ended up liking that much more. That was brilliant. Okay, all right, all right. Do you just like the tunes more? Because here's the thing, we're talking about this, we're just talking about the tunes. We could just play great music. No, no, I'm, I, I actually really like how that fit in because uh, that, took, that took a birth scene in a completely different direction to what I was picturing. Yeah, all right, but that was, that was, that was, that was, that was the hardest one for me. That was the hardest one for me to come up with. Okay. Anyway, um, I'm gonna take over are you the sharing sound? your computer sound? Yeah, give me a second. Shall we that then? Uh, let me prep. Hold on. Okay, this one is so. Connection? This one is so on the nose. Like uh, oh, you're gonna hate. Oh, hold on. Okay, hold on. I said my internet connection is unstable. Can you hear me properly? Yeah, now I can. You you were cutting out a bit there, but now we're back. Okay. Oh, this is funny because my previous choice would have probably fit on the nose of this. Um, a girl at a club who is tripping and it starts to go bad and paranoiac. I think everyone gets that pretty much, what kind of thing that's going to be. This one, I've gone straight down the middle. Absolutely no contrarian, no creative angle. I, th I try to think what if, if, if there's a scene of a girl in the middle of a dance floor where the lights on her face are going weird, people around her are sort of starting to stretch, what song is going to fit this mood? And this is what I went for. Is this Avalanches? No. Oh my God. It's the D-Lights, uh, uh, Groove is in the Heart. Yeah, I know, girl. I know. Yeah, so very simple psychedelic uh, weirdo choice. But hold on. Turn it down. Alright, go ahead. My instructions were... What were your instructions? The girl is tripping and it starts to go bad. This is like, a, this is like if you take ecstasy having a great old time. Where's I, the darkness? Where's the ghoulishness? Where's the fear? Where's the tension? But that's the bad drug trip. Yeah, absolutely. But this this fits well with that because the whole thing that happens when you're having a bad trip is that other people are having a good time at the right, same time. Right, so right, right. It's like right. you've got this really high energy, happy weirdo um, LSD type music yes, happening, yes. but then you're sort of going in on yourself and losing yourself to your inner demons, which uh, makes you know it what? even more horrible. Mate, you said this was on the nose. I don't think this is on the nose. I think it's actually really clever. Because if you're visually shown that this girl's like freaking out. Yeah, she's fully freaking shit. out. She's like uh, crying and screaming. And, and just then you've got this super, that, you super happy, syrupy tune banging on in the background. That's actually even more freaky. Uh, yeah, I like that show. It's a very clever choice. You said it was on the nose. I don't think it was on the nose at all. I th did, you, did, you not, did you not see the music video for this song? Maybe that's why I thought it was really... No, I've seen the music video. It's because the, girl, the music like, video, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I know that. I think the music video is why I went for this <clears> song. Yeah, but I, I I like I like this. I like cheerfulness. It makes it even scarier if you can make the visuals really show how she's freaking out. Mm -hmm. All right, let me turn this off. Oh wait. Oh, 
he starts rapping. This bit's good. This bit's good. All right, I'm gonna stop. There we go. Boom. I like it. I like it. How, well, how many? How many rotten tomatoes is that? How many rotten tomatoes? Well, three and a half rotten tomatoes. Oh, I think that's the best I've done so far today. No, no, no. You got four for. Uh, you got four for. Oh, for Nina of, Simone. I remember. Oh, that was. Nina it. Simone got four. The doggy got. Uh, Three and a half. Yeah. This gets three and a half. Okay. I'm not doing yeah. bad. I thought I was going to get ones and twos all day long. Uh, who's, who is it next? Who, okay, I'll take over the sand. Who's next? You're going to read that. I'm going to read out the next one. For you. Right. What was the next one? Oh, okay. So, uh, the next scene that I described to Johnny and I wanted him to find the music for is a majestic helicopter shot of the African savannah a herd of hundreds of gazelles on the run from a pride of lions. Yeah. Now, this one was actually a great choice that you gave me. I didn't like the first couple. I felt like you were handcuffing me. But this one, you gave me something I could have done anything with. I could have gone anything. Uh, I don't even like my choice now because I still feel like I should go back, really think about it, and really come up with a... Okay, so I had, I had okay, shall, can I, shall I give you a couple of runners up? All right, go for it. Yeah, this I'll could be, be quite quick. This could no, be no, no. Quick. Take as much time as you want. Like, it's, it's a fucking podcast. So um, I was just thinking euphoria, the beauty of nature, obviously. And um, Are you about so, to play the circle of life? <laughs> no, no, no. The first, the, first, the, the, the first thing was this. I immediately went to electronic music. So I was thinking about sustained beauty. Uh, can you hear me? It's still a bit loud. Yeah. So I was just thinking about like beautiful, euphoric electronic music. This is Climatize by The Prodigy. Another tune that I was thinking of is another, this is actually a tune I know that Liban hates. really don't like this yeah you i love this, this so much I hate yeah song. Well, it's a classic it's a classic people out there love this yeah this is a classic i was thinking about this it has that kind of here we go with the trumpets and it has this kind of woozy natural organic you know literally like animal sounds in the background and you know what's funny? On the nose. what's funny oh. is the fact that you really really like this song is part of why i never take to heart anything you've got to say when you dismiss <laughs> my taste in music the well, there you go that, there you the go. fact that this is your fucking trophy high level amazing music it it renders everything else you ever say to me meaningless mm. utterly meaningless. now now you've become one of us, a British music game. Now you get it. Now you get it. That's perfectly legitimate. I accept that and I embrace your feelings. Oh dear. Follow the dark side. Listen to the dark side. Okay, so the one I settled on, actually, and this is what was funny, because I settled on an Apex Twin Chan. Oh, interesting. Okay. And um, because what I wanted was like, okay, you thought it's very on the nose. I want to capture some of the intensity of animals. Because you said in that, didn't you have a description about like a, a lion killing a gazelle or something? Yeah, yeah, the, the gazelles are being hunted down by a pride of lions. Right, so I wanted some euphoria. I wanted the sustained beauty of electronic music um, to capture the monotony, but the beautiful monotony of, of, 
these natural nature shots, but I wanted some bite, some intensity. So I chose a classic Apex Twin show. Again, with the animal noises, which were very popular in the early 90s dance scene, you know, left field and all that stuff. This is Didgeridoo by Apex Twin. And uh, it's a really long dance track. It could go forever. There's a long, there's like long sustained bits like this, mm -hmm. which build tense. Yeah. We're gonna get some beats in a bit. We get some extra rhythms in go. Imagine the tigers chasing, the tigers running, the tigers running. You know what's gonna happen. Let me just get forward a little bit. He's eating. They're roaring. They're back. Here we go. So you get the idea, you get the idea. Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. You know, immediately went to early 90s dance music, euphoria, animal noises. Right, turn, turn that off, that's too intense. I'm, I'm going to start fighting someone if, in a second. Do you not like it? No, no, I liked it, but it was, it was too intense. I was, uh, I was listening to that, getting all hyped up. Yeah, I wanted to give something with a bit of intensity to show the intensity of the animals. Because, you know, there's always like beautiful, and mm -hmm. when you when you make when you put beautiful music over a shot of majestic animals, you're almost sympathizing with the person who's on the safari, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're looking at the scene and it's a beautiful scene. I wanted to pick some music that would make you empathize with the animals. I want you to feel like one of those zebras. Just, you know, running across the hot savannah being chased i wanted intensity i wanted some bite i wanted some energy there i want to make you feel like the zebra you know do you think music could do that do you think if you was listening to that while you're watching that you would well, yeah absolutely with the zebras that, that that's the whole intensity that is uh, you know the feralness of nature for nature is not a pretty thing nature is horrible it's not it's it's, it's uh nice. it's, it's predator and prey it's people eating each other it's blood and guts and it's horrible. Yeah? Keep this, going. Is, this is what it is. And uh, I want no part of it. That's why I'm a city boy. I'm gonna I'm like happily this. staying in my city, thank you very much. Yes, yes, man. Yes. Let's our listeners have never seen you so excited. This is this is the most energy they've gotten out listen. of you in millions of episodes. We did a music episode. I've been aching to do a music episode. I've been aching to do a music episode for ages. We really get the juices going. <laughs> imagine, imagine you and me in a jeep on the savannah, mm -hmm. playing that max volume, scaring the zebras and then chasing them in the jeep. Imagine that. <laughs> Wait, hold on, why are we chasing the zebras? Oh, just yeah. because, man, just because, why are you Because we're animals as well. Shoot them, Johnny, shoot them, shoot them. <laughs> Imagine the fun. What fun we'll have when we're rich off this podcast. <laughs> Go zebra hunting and play <laughs> fucking Aphex Twin out the gate. <laughs> what fun, man, just uh, power yeah. sliding. You know what? Anyone who subscribes to our Patreon, uh, that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to use your money to go hunting in uh, in uh, the Serengeti. Yeah, that's a subscriber tier. If you donate 10 grand, mm -hmm. you get the backseat of the Jeep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the privilege you get. You get to sit with us in the Jeep. Yeah. Because you finance yeah. the trip. 
All right, I'm taking control. All right, next one. Oh, I'm pumped up now, man. I can tell. That's <laughs> a churn. Oh, this is the last one for me. Okay. This is oh, is it? One. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll read it out. I'll read it out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So an intense, angry young man walking through the city, feeling detached, boiling his own hatred for the place and its people. Okay. So I saw this description and I thought I need some aggressive music. I need a, an aggressive song to show this guy is out on the streets looking for a fight, just looking for anything to take out his anger and rage on. And I thought, what genre is good for this? I, th I think I need some rap music. I, I think rap is perfect for this. Uh, something aggressive that's all about, you know, making your place known, making your status known, making sure everybody just gets the fuck out of your way. High energy and angry. And then, uh, I thought, okay, let's go even more specific. Let's go to grime. Uh, let's make it sort of London-centric and go grime. And then I started thinking about which grime songs that I know that would sort of have this spirit behind it. And this just goes to show my age. I ended up going to a song from fucking 2007. So uh, <laughs> that's, let's go all the way back. I think that was probably a good peak for grime. All right. And this is what I chose. Kano, P's and Q's. Do you remember this? I remember P's and Q's, yeah. Some manners don't like song. me, they try and bad mind me when Kano comes to town. All I say is mine's right and they lose the limelight when Kano comes around. Some try to screw me or even sue me, but it don't work cause the crowd don't boo me. You ain't a true G, I'm too deep, how can Kano stay on the ground? I ain't like most that roll around and kick off, I hold it down. But we're still gully, the only pop you'll hear from us is pop, pop, pop them out. Act up and get boxed in the mouth, cause you're just playing a gangster. You will never weigh that out, sport about. So can you picture it, the angry young man walking around at night? I can, and it's very interesting. This is completely different. Yeah, this is completely different to what I was thinking. Really? You know? Yes, it's very interesting. All right. What were you? What were you thinking? Uh, well, I was. Uh, I was because when I was thinking this, I was literally thinking taxi driver. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that kind of thing, like a weirdo outsider. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Because. Uh, um, so I was thinking like he had, you know, Texas Drive has that beautiful score by Bernard Herman with jazzy notes and stuff mm -hmm. and it's wistful, melancholy. But this is very interesting because you went full London. I went full you London, went full aggression, full, full yeah. anger, full like anybody steps yeah. on my trainers, we're going to have yes. trouble. You, st you just stepped on my trainers. Let's fucking go, bruv. See, I was thinking more like detached, alienation, angry, but unable to express it. But you went full just an angry dude who's ready to blow absolutely uh, yeah second. just a, a gasket ready to go um that's that's what that's the sense i got from that when i pictured it i'm thinking about it in the movie scene sense and it's less about being angry because of alienation i guess and more about angry of just being constrained and unable to make choices yeah is that song even that angry though that song um, is not that angry to me to me, it feels quite angry. Hold on, let me, let me, angry let me play a bit more. Play a bit more. Slip, there ain't no reason to slip in. 
If there ain't a blitz between the clicks, that's slipping. No whip out the man of Lincoln chicks. No, that's, that's not slipping. angry, bro. That's not angry. That's man. slipping. If you see me and I ain't with my crew, believe I'm on my P's and Q's, even on my own too. That's the difference between me and you. It's too melodic. It's so melodic. It's like a big chorus. That's not that angry. Well, we'll beg to differ. All right. That's it for me. Over to you. Was that the one you chose last? Last that was your last choice. Uh, no, I think that was one of the early choices because it felt like really. A, it felt like an easy answer to me. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't think that song is angry enough. I'm trying to visualize because I think you're coming from a different angle. So I'm trying to think. Paint me a picture. I can't. I can't. It, 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 the sentence we had was all the picture we need. An intense, angry young man walking through the city, feeling detached, avoiding in his own hatred. Nah, it's not angry enough. I'm sorry, Leban. Okay. As the head of the Batman franchise. So that's a one out of ten. That's a one out of ten. That's about. not angry enough. Listeners, listen, this is what we need you to email in and tell us. Am I what's being a, harsh here? What's that angry song that we could have chosen for that one? Come in, email, Liban, Mate, Liban go, is listening my, at gmail.com. Let me go through my collection right now. No, I think did I think my Afix team didgeridoo one is even more angry than that. You know what I mean? Hello? Hello? I just wanted to pretend to be friends. Oh my God, you really freaked me out. <laughs> hey, stay so still. <laughs> All right, but that was, that was fun. The game is fun, I think. Well, you've got one more. Or have oh, you already done all yours? Oh, shit, have I? Wait. Yeah, because I started, so it should be youth to finish. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So Go take on. control. Let me, let me share. Let me share. Right, you read the description. So this one is one where I did corral Johnny into a corner a bit, um, just because I had a very clear scene in mind, and I just mm. wanted to see how Johnny would um, uh, uh, put the music to it. So um, it's an alleyway in a film noir movie. A detective has just been beaten up by two goons sent to tell him to stop digging his nose into places it doesn't belong. As they walk away, he lays there all bloodied up and brutalized, but he laughs to himself and lights a cigarette. He's just figured out the last piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So I chose for this when, he, when you know, he's thinking film noir. This is a cool movie, cool people. Film noir, sensual, romantic, atmospheric. There's one artist I thought of. Can I just... It, a woman called Anna Calvey, who I absolutely love. She's Ooh, one of the best who's that? Who's of... Anna Calvey? She's sensational. She's a guitar player. She's been doing music since like 2012, whatever. She's absolutely brilliant. One of the best guitar player of the past uh, 10 years as well. She's actually like, it's funny because there were a few women that were really good over the past 10 years. They did fantastic albums. Unfortunately, the other ones all dropped off and started doing crap music. Annie Calvey's still kind of there. In fact, and it, you know, I could have done, I literally at one point I was thinking I could just choose Anna Calvey tracks for all of these mm -hmm. because her music is so good and it's so atmospheric. How come you've never recommended she's, her to me? Have I not recommended her I've, to you? I've never heard the words Anna Calvey come out of your mouth in the whole time I've known you. Mate, there's probably like 15 different musicians who I, who I love that I've I would never talk to you about music. We don't talk about music. That's true. In my that's true. Life. That's not who we are. We do, that's not what we share. Exactly. And she's also a lesbian. She's, she's one of those like Jodie Foster style androgynous lesbians, like very competent lesbian mm -hmm. women. 
you know, the future. Mm -hmm. Right. Anyway, let me play the song. So I was thinking, I was thinking, it's cool, it's atmospheric, it's, you know, it's noirish. That's Anna Calvi down to a T. Adding okay. some sultriness, awesome. absolute real genuine sensuality in her music and her guitar playing, which I love and adore. Here we go. Mate, five out of five, hundred percent. There's something else as well. The title of this song is "I'm the Man That Will Find You." There you go. You, Anna Calvary. Mate, what a way to finish it. That's that not was... me, that's Anna Calvary. The critic wow. is Anna Calvary. Wow. She's, also like a, she's also like some Cockney London bird as well. Like when you hear her real voice, she sounds so mousy. She's brilliant. I love her. adore her. Okay. And repeat, the, fact, repeat think, the title of that song. Uh, that is uh, I'm the Man That Will Find You. It's actually from an EP of hers from 2014 called Strange Weather. Um, and uh, she actually does, I think, some music for TV show. Uh, Peaky Blinders? Ah, interesting. I think she's maybe done one or two bits of music for it. Because but all of her music is so atmospheric as well. Like I said, I could have picked her for all of them because she's got such... She's, she's incredible. Yeah, I'm just going to have to check her out. She's awesome. Yeah. Well, that was go. awesome. I don't know if the, about the rest of it, but that was fucking brilliant. That was so, so spot on. You nailed yeah, like that, that one. That's the... Of all of your music options you've selected today, yeah. that was easily the best one. There you go. Well, uh, yeah, uh, probably, yeah, absolutely. The rest is meaningless in comparison. This, well, no, the, El this the Elton is... John, the Elton John on the nose one, I think, as a sellout, easy up, but that's easy. Yeah, it could have been anything, but it's very hard. What would you have picked for this? You would have probably chosen some jazz standard, right? Yeah, very straight down the middle, classic jazz standard. Yeah, well, this has a jazzy vibe to it as well. Right? It, it's good. It's good. I like it. All right. Thank you very much. That was, uh, uh, everybody, that was the game that I created. Thank you very much. You're, you're all welcome to the delight that you've just experienced. What's the name of the game? I'm, I don't, I'm not good at picking names. You pick a name. All right, we'll pick out the name. We should, we, maybe we'll do this again sometime. Listen, people need to message us back and tell us if they like this. And there you have it. Johnny has spoken. He said, if you liked it, you should email us. And if you didn't like it, you should still email us and let us know just so that we can read out your email and make fun of you for not having good taste. Our email address is libanislistening at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, we hope that in these hot, hot, hot times that you find a way to enjoy it. You know, we don't get, we don't get hot days like this very often. We get it a few weeks a year. Winter's not far away. I don't know who you think you're fooling, but winter is a couple of months. We're going to be freezing again before you know it. So while it's here, get out, put some suntan lotion on. You know, you don't want to be getting those melanomas and the skin cancers and all that shit. So get yourself safe, but get out there and feel the sun on your goddamn skin. What's wrong with you? Anyway, okay. Um, sorry. Bye. <laughs>